What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Carrie Clark, who is the founder of Breakout. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, excited to have you on. For people that haven't heard of Breakout, haven't heard of your company before, what are you working on? Yeah, so we do remote team building. Um, and so we were actually started in response to the pandemic. Uh, and so we have been thinking about how do you build teams in a remote world? And so we do that on everything from an individual team level. So we work with teams of, you know, four to five to all the way up to the company level where we're working with hundreds of people at, um, a number of unicorn companies. So kind of walk me through, you know, if someone wants to hear about this on the podcast for the first time, wanted to learn more about it, try it out. What's like the user experience for, for a company or for a potential customer if they wanted to, you know, to try this out? Yeah, we have a probably we have a number of different types of products. Um, I would say, you know, our our simplest one is one that we launched recently, which we call our um event experience kits. And so basically that is something where you don't need a host. We just send you everything you would need to have a fun activity with your team. And I'll give you an example of one. Um, So we have one that we just launched called Taste Tripping Lab. I don't know if you know what Miracle Berries are, do you? I do not. (laughs) So Miracle Berries, they're totally non-toxic, but they're like pills made out of berries in Africa that change sour foods to sweet. So like you bite into a lemon and it tastes like lemonade. So what we do is we send your team like miracle berries and a bunch of food to taste. And they, we lead them through like a virtual, like a virtual taste testing um, thing with lots of fun little team activities. And so we just basically make it super easy for managers to create really fun, engaging experiences for their teams. So that's kind of like on the lowest touch, um, higher touch we can run offsites for across an entire company where we might have like five to six hours of fun activities to help engage them, onboard new people, help them connect with people they're not normally working with, and remember sort of like why they love their companies um, because they're usually not seeing them on a day-to-day basis. And so those could be, you know, pasta making classes or like games that we do across the company, like, like online Olympics and those types of pieces. So like walk me through a little bit about why you decided to, um, why you decided to start this, you know, what's the origin story here? Um, and, and yeah, what, what, tell me about the, the early days. Yeah. So, um, I was running a company called uplift parents, which we helped working parents be more successful. And when the pandemic hit, I kind of realized we sold into companies, um, that basically I realized if 
the world was on fire. And if you were not building a fire extinguisher, no one was going to pay attention. And so it was like, okay, if we're going to survive, we need to pivot. And so I was like, I saw this huge need for remote work. In fact, my entire team has always been remote from day one. And our automator actually lives out in China. And so we saw the pandemic kind of in the very early stages. And so had a lot of sort of like insight into what is going to happen. And so we realized there was going to be this huge shift to remote work. And so we started interviewing managers. We talked to over 100 and we found that where they were struggling the most was not in productivity. Productivity is actually up around 20%, but it was really about um, team culture and burnout. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, you you must be like learning as you're as you're building this out. I mean, we're in a whole like the w- world is changing. Times are changing. You know, like we're in. I wouldn't say like I don't know if the word is unprecedented, but it's new. Things are new, right? I'd love to hear about you know one or two things that you've kind of learned as you've been working on this. Whether it's about the market or your customers or you know building a company. What are just like what are some insights that that you can kind of come come across as you're kind of navigating it? We're all navigating. Uh, 2021. <laughs> yeah, I will say it's hard to find product market fit when like the market is moving constantly. It's like not even just your product. Um, the good news is that we have like really strong partners. Like our our clients are basically thought partners and have really helped us sort of navigate that. Um, just some things that we learned that might be helpful for your listeners as they're thinking about their own teams is maybe some things about how do you build remote team like, you know, team culture. Um, So for us, we really use breakout rooms in Zoom or any other platform. It's one of the reasons that we're named breakout. And our view is that if you have more than six people, it's a watch party and not a connection activity. And so even if we're doing an offsite with 500 people, we're going to get you into small groups as much as possible. And so even with your team, if your team is over six, use breakout rooms when you're doing social things and trying to like encourage like smaller conversations. I would say the second thing we learned is that people want diversity. So like right now we're in this world that feels a little bit like Groundhog Day. Like, you know, it's it's either completely unprecedented times, which don't feel like uh, Groundhog Days or all the days are running into each other. And so if you wanna do fun team building things, you gotta keep it fresh. So like, what we found is like people came to the first happy hour that people did at work. Maybe half the people came to the second, like two months in, no one's showing up. And so we have found that if you do things that are new every time, it feels like something that you should go to. And if you mail people stuff, people love getting stuff in the mail and they'll actually show up and go. And so that's one of the things that we think we have value is that we can help come with lots of different ideas so that you don't have to think about what are all those things that you should be doing. Cause I mean, especially as founders, there's way more important strategic things that you need to be working on. Oh, always something, always something new to work on. You know, it's the fun part of being, being a founder. Um, so if you were to zoom out a little bit, you know, zoom out five years, 10 years, 15 years uh, and look forward, what would you say the, the big vision is here? And, or, or I guess in other words, what, like what, what direction are you rowing in um, every day as you're working on this company? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I mean, the one thing that we are noticing, and it's been interesting because we've just been talking to managers throughout this whole transition um, and this whole, you know, almost a year at this point, is that the world is permanently switching 
to remote work or distributed work or hybrid. Basically every single one of our clients and maybe not every single one, but the majority, I would say about 80% are going to stay in some way virtual or remote even once this is done. And that to me, I, th I think that was shocking to even our clients. Like I remember when I first talked to them, everyone was like, I asked them, how long do you think this is gonna last? They're like a month, two months. And I was like, do you think you guys, do you think productivity will be up? Do you think all this stuff? And they were like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. And then now I talk to everyone and everyone's like, this remote working thing is working. So I say that as a context of like, we have this strong belief that the future of work is remote work. Um, our second belief is we just think that there are a lot of ways to do this in a really smart way. So if I was going to think of an analogy of like where I could see our business on like a basic level is, I don't know if you're a parent or if you know the company KiwiCo. Do you know them? I'm, I'm not a parent, but I have, I have heard of KiwiCo because of another company I worked with. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm like obsessed with them. I think they're incredible. I am a parent of two kids. And KiwiCo, for people who aren't aware of it, they send your kids like a monthly box of like fun activities to do and like that's age appropriate. And I think like we could be the KiwiCo for teens. So like you can imagine us every month sending your team uh, a box of fun things to do and to connect you. And that would be targeted based on what, you know, what your needs are. What are you like, what are you like, who, your personality types, what you've liked in the past. And we sort of like target it towards you and always give you some like fun new way to connect with your team. Um, and in order to in order to make that happen, you'll need some help, right? Like it, it takes a village to make a startup work. Um, so my question for you is, is, is how can the forward thinking founders community listenership help you? Are you hiring? Are you fundraising? Looking for users, customers, partnerships? How can we assist? I mean, I would say the biggest thing right now is looking for customers. Um, and so we find that our biggest um, Fast growing startups are sort of our biggest market, um, anywhere from, you know, series B to all the way to like unicorn startups. And so anyone who falls within that or has contacts with that, who knows that they're struggling with onboarding new people, uh, creating culture, preventing burnout, we're here to help. Um, we have a number of, you know, both Fortune 100 and unicorn startups that we work with. Um, and so we have a lot of really strong case studies of like the impact we can have. And so we would love to be able to help them, but like the biggest help we, we can ask and be so appreciative is just different leads so we can help grow this business. And then if someone, you know, is interested in this for their own business, they know someone that could use it. Um, you know, how can they find you? What do you have a website URL? Are you on social? Do you have an email? How can someone get in touch? Yeah. So our website is breakout.chat. Um, and then if they want to email, they can either email at hello at breakout.chat or feel free just to email me directly at Carrie, K-A-R-I at breakout.chat. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I really appreciate it. Best of luck building this out. Awesome. Thanks so much, Matt.